what's up y'all it's your girl miracle sims and i'm getting ready to tell you all the easiest way to make your own podcast and that's with anchor by spotify friends listen all you got to do is either download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm and they have everything you need in one place you can record edit and they'll even distribute it and the best thing about it is that it's absolutely free so if you're ready to start your new journey today then go ahead and download the app or go to the website anchor.fm just like yours truly Good morning, everybody. It's your girl, Miracle Sims. You're listening to God, Sex, and Love, your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. It is May 28, 2020, and today I want to chat about unity. So, friends, um, I'm seeing a lot of uh, movements being made to unify, um, but it's, it's this type of unity that is separate uh, uh when you think about it it reminds me of the whole separate but equal situation uh from back in the day i know there's no way to justify that biblically um but we can say that we see it around our world of different communities uh, that just kind of gather in their own community and then they find uh you know success they find you know I guess community and bonding and everything like that and so um, I guess in particular with uh, the community that I am a part of because of my race uh, which I guess is the African American community um, I don't know if we necessarily uh, see that or have done that um, throughout our history I guess of being here in America and everything like that Um, We can see it with other races. They have, you know, either come here and, um, you know, stay within their communities and everything like that. And so you see, you see that. But then I guess when it comes to the African-American community, we haven't really done that. At least that's from what it looks like. I'm I'm just telling you what it looks like. Um, You know, I think there was a time period when uh, African-Americans were kind of mobilizing and, and working together and, and I guess building neighborhoods and things like that but then uh, well to be honest I guess those type of uh, things were kind of uh, broken up a bit in, in that time period um, which is an even deeper topic <laughs> um, to, to think about and I guess is even more fuel for the fire uh, for these these uh, mobilizations to happen because I guess to a certain extent perhaps th- the community feels as if there is no way we can truly truly unite with others um, or something like I'm, that's just what I'm observing friends uh, and so basically I guess the whole reason of bringing it up today for, t- for the juice is to actually talk about the unity within the body of Christ uh, because you know when you really really look at it the body of Christ includes all people um, and so for it to be separated and divided the way it is uh, well I mean it's, it's not really beneficial uh, across the board um, especially now 
but you know, uh, let's take a look at it. Let's take a look at it and see. Um, you know, I know I started to ask myself some questions in regards to this. I, I wondered why is there so much division when it comes to the body of Christ? And why do we pretty much look like the world in, in regards to, uh, we all say we believe in the gospel, but then we're, we have this type of church and that type of church and these type of people over here and these over here, you know, so why do we look like the world in that regard? Like, why are we not united as different types of people coming together under the same gospel? Um, so that was one of my questions. Um, also asked myself, you know, will we truly ever unify? Uh, is that a real uh, possibility? Um, I don't know. I can't say I have the answers, but these are the questions <laughs> that I uh, started to ask myself. Um, you know, I, I grew up here in Georgia. And, um, you know, I guess being in the South, you hear so much about racism or you... Uh, I mean, I guess you see it. Um, I know my mother probably can say more in regards to what she grew up with and everything like that when it comes to like different races. But for me, yes, I was aware of different races, but I don't think I really, really uh, experienced anything uh, until, I, I guess, if I'm honest, I would say until maybe when I got in high school, I had some, like I said, so long story short, long story short, I had a lot of questions that I wondered about um, uh, Caucasian people, and I wondered, like, what they thought, and so when I was in my psychology class, I think it was, uh, but it, I think it was, like, sociology and psychology mixed, um, but anyway, <laughs> I was in that class, and so we were given the assignment to you know, target a certain group of um, individuals and ask them questions. Well, I targeted um, Caucasian people because I had all these questions in my mind that I wanted to know from their perspective. Um, I don't, I don't think I targeted them in a negative way, but I just was curious about like how they felt about certain things because I observed things, like I observed them dating other races, I observed this or that, but I just wondered like what they felt about, you know, like. What do they think their parents would think about that? Or what, um, what's some of my questions? Um, what did they feel like when we watched slave films and things like that? Like, what was their, how did they feel um, as they watched that type of stuff? Because we would have to do that in school, like, throughout our entire, uh, you know, there would be moments where we have to watch slave films and stuff. And I always would look around and be like, why, how do these people feel? watching this um because you know how you would feel but you know you don't know how others would feel um and I think that was the first time I was kind of surprised with my results um because it didn't really come back the way I thought it would um I thought um like one of my last questions that I asked them is did they feel like this the the my quiz was fair and some said they didn't and I, that kind of confused me because I'm like well I'm not I don't think I was asking anything that was derogatory or, or mean or anything. I just was curious, like, uh, so asking general questions. But, I mean, I guess some were a little um, offended by me doing their doing a quiz for just Caucasian people. Um, 
but that's what we were told to do. <laughs> we were told to choose a group, and so you could choose all black girls, or you could choose all this or that, whatever, and I just happened to choose all white people, but I don't know, I guess me as a black woman, choosing all white people, maybe it was offensive, I didn't mean to be, but anyway, what I'm saying is, I guess I haven't had, like, the community that I grew up in, or Jackson, that's where I'm from, so, like, my hometown seemed very mixed of people, and everybody, for the most part, seemed to get along I mean there wasn't really too much separatism um or if there was it wasn't so much where it was like at least from what I observed um but anyway that's neither here nor there what I'm saying is <laughs> uh and this may be a little controversial or whatever but you know I would say as a black woman that grew up in the south you know I still have a open mind when it comes to this whole uh race thing and so um yeah, I mean, to be honest, the type of church that I, I enjoy attending or the type of church that I attend, um, you know, when we ain't in Coronas and, you know, when I ain't working and all the feelings of things that goes on to try to stop from going to church, right? Um, the um, church that I attend is, is a multicultural church because in my mind, that's the way it should be. I mean, it should be all races coming together under uh, the gospel. But, I mean, it's not that way. Uh, but, you know, um, and some people prefer not to, to gather with others. But, um, I don't know. That's that's a whole other topic. I don't know about all that. But let's go to Corinthians. Uh, so, 1 Corinthians 1 and 10 says, I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same judgment. So again, um, another question I asked myself at this point was, how do we not come to the same conclusions? I, you know, if we're reading the same Bible and it's the same gospel and it's for everybody, how are we not all coming to the same conclusion of that we need to unify and we need to, you know, as the body of Christ? I mean, I just... <laughs> Um, these are just things I've been, I was wondering, friends. Uh, let's check out Romans 12, 4 through 5. It says, for as in one body, we have many members and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. So again, it's like we all have our, our purposes uh, in the body of Christ, so we can't necessarily say that, oh, we don't need this group, or we don't need them, or we don't need this person, uh, just because they are different from us, um, you know, so, I mean, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, the thing is, with us being so divided, it does nothing but, uh, help our enemy, uh, which, if we really, really think about it again, that's that deep thing, and that's that whole devil made me do it thing. But the whole thing that's keeping us divided is the seeds that's been planted by the enemy all those years ago, and and they just continue to flourish and continue to flourish and just, just it's just getting overgrown. It's like it's just it's out of control. It's overgrown. We need to start to. We need to tend our fields, people. We need to clean some of that up. And then uh, maybe we can start to um, come together. Uh, but 
hey, I mean, you know, how does being divided help our enemy? That's the question to ask. Well, here are eight ways that uh, the enemy attacks the churches. I mean, these are just general uh, ways, but I mean, you know, the congregational division, as I said, false teaching, family breakdown, hidden sin, transfer, growth diversion, self-dependence, discipleship, distraction, and hopelessness. So when all of those things are in play uh, in an already divided situation, I mean, there's, <laughs> how can we unify with that? Um, and I, I just want to be clear as well. I am referring to uh, believers in the gospel uh, and Jesus and everything like that. I'm not necessarily talking about unifying when it comes to other uh, faiths. Um, that's a whole nother movement. Uh, that's a whole nother something that I don't uh, think should be happening, but that's just my personal opinion. Uh, uh you know, I think when, I, when I'm saying unify, I'm talking about believers in Christ need to unify. Um, I just wanted to be clear about that. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it, we are in some, some crazy, crazy times right now. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, if there was ever a time for us to unite us now, um, we can see the remnants of what us not being unified is doing and um it's terrible it's terrible I mean yeah I get that there's so many things going on in this world and um yeah I understand the outcry and the uh you know people that want to come together and want to unify to to stop injustices and everything like that I get it um that same time but as believers in Christ we we need to be handling this all or thinking about this all from from God's perspective and um that again may be deep <laughs> for some but uh for those that understand what I'm saying I hope that this is encourages you to uh you know let's get out of our own I guess prejudices when it comes to each other and other believers and things like that um because I, as you guys can see all around us there's work to be done uh in the body of Christ uh, to yeah, reach to others, yes, but you know, and if this and do our great commission of discipling and everything like that. How can we do this when we're just so divided within ourselves? Like it doesn't even look appealing for people because it's like, <laughs> why would we want to get into this mess? Basically, I don't know. Like, I, I you, you go ahead and let that marinate on your hearts, minds, and souls. The Bible verse of today is Psalms 55 and 22. It says, Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. Friends, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you so, so much for listening to God, Sex, and Love, your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. And I look forward to talking to you all tomorrow. If the Lord's will. Bye-bye.